Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a show that brings you tales of terrifying females from lore, legend, and everything in between. In today's story, we learn about how guilt can be just as haunting as an actual ghost. Born in the summer of 1839, Sarah Pardee started her life in New Haven, Connecticut. Her parents were Leonard, a carriage maker, and Sarah Pardee, and the pair had built up enough of a fortune to provide their seven children a luxurious life. Sarah was extremely well-educated. She studied four languages and attended the Young Ladies College Institute at Yale. When it came time for her to be married, her parents looked no further than the most eligible bachelor in their community, William Wirt Winchester, heir to the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. Winchester became famous for mass-producing firearms that allowed their users to fire multiple rounds without having to reload. This particular model was popular with settlers during the American Indian War, and like all wars, many lost their lives, a great majority of them at the end of a Winchester. Due to its popularity, the Winchesters earned an immense fortune. This brings us back to Sarah, and to the fortune she was about to become a part of. William and Sarah were married in September of 1862, and life from there on out would be anything but easy. The couple had a daughter in the summer of 1866, but the baby didn't survive past a month. Many believe it was this loss that caused Sarah to think about the afterlife in a different way. She believed the Winchester fortune was cursed because it was built from needless bloodshed. With the death of her father-in-law in 1880, Sarah and William inherited the company and its vast fortune. They did not get to enjoy it together for long, however, as William passed away in March of 1881. This left the Winchester fortune, a cool $21 million, or $520 million in today's money, to Sarah, someone who already had issues with just being a part of the Winchester Company, and who now was partial owner. Taking over 50% of the company, Sarah earned $1,000 a day, which is about $25,000 in today's money. This is all to say that Sarah Winchester was incredibly rich. With no family to spend her wealth with, and this idea that the money was tainted, Sarah became obsessed with making things right. She traveled to Boston, and while there, sought out a medium to help her with this peculiar dilemma. Sarah told the man of her guilt over the money, and in return, he told her of her terrible fate. Winchester was to be forever haunted by the spirits of those who were killed with the aid of her company's firearms, unless she could find a way to appease them. The medium told Sarah of one way to take care of these lost spirits. She was to move west and build a house for these souls. Soon after, in 1884, Sarah did exactly that, 
moving to a farmhouse in San Jose, California. It was there she hired a team of carpenters rather than an architect to design her property and started working on the home. You see, Sarah already knew what she wanted to create and allowed the workers to build her unique home. Instead of tearing down the farmhouse, she added on to it and eventually made a mansion seven stories high. During this process, Winchester was visited by several mediums and spiritualists who directed her on how best to appease her spirit housemates. They advised her that attempting to confuse these souls would allow her to avoid making contact, and a terrified Sarah took this direction to heart. Construction of the home would never cease as a result of this advice, making the mansion owner of some strange additions. To name some, staircases would end abruptly, doors would lead to several story drops, windows would open onto an interior room, and hallways would go nowhere, only to circle back onto themselves. Sarah hoped these additions would cause the ghosts to lose their way, trying to find her. Along with these odd design choices, Winchester still had a taste for the finer things in life. Her home was equipped with the most advanced technology at the time, which included forced air central heating and hot running water. Winchester also fitted her home with other luxurious additions, like gilded doorways, crystal chandeliers, and stained glass windows created by Tiffany & Co. Sarah lived in this curious home starting in the late 1800s and constantly was the topic of rumors. Many thought she was insane, as well as experienced supernatural possessions while living in the home. In reality, she was just a woman who let her guilt become a part of her real-life haunting, carrying this feeling around with her everywhere she went. It became her obsession, so much so that she dedicated her never-ending fortune to give back to the lives her money took. In September of 1922, Winchester passed away peacefully in her sleep at the age of 83. The mansion was left to her secretary and only niece, who then placed the home up for auction. To this day, the house still stands in San Jose for tourists to visit, and represents the physical personification of one woman's journey to right a wrong she could never really fix. In the end, it leads us to wonder, did Sarah Winchester ever really avoid her haunting as she so desperately tried? Some of us are afraid of seeing an actual apparition, but what if there is something more terrifying than that? To Sarah, the chance of being visited by spirits kept her running from them in her own home, and that sense of dread was what truly haunted her throughout her life. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover, or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, 
If you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help to get the show out there, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas.